0: bell indeed it is a brand new episode of grapple cast with me your host jamie joined with dan and joe how are you doing what's up Oos? what up Oos? indeed where Hello, boy, where is our chief. where where is the tribal chief he's like he finally gets pinned for the first time after three, three years and Taron decides, I'm done. I can't do this anymore and decides I'm not coming on the podcast. <laughs> Standard.
1: Hey, it's all right. He he's, he lost at, uh, well, Taron didn't lose. Roman Reigns lost at Money in the Bank. So maybe he's, he's mirroring it and he's taking a week off, you know, to console
0: the fact that Roman Reigns lost his streak. He's consoling the fact that the streak is over. I mean, you say the streak is over. I was listening to the podcast before we came on to make sure I've got all the relevant facts and any oh. additional information that I wanted to pull out. And again, this episode is just going to be full money on the bank, money on the bank, money in the bank kind money of in the bank, Money by the
1: bank, money near
0: yeah, the bank. Yeah, money, money by the bank Thames. Yeah, is that even it's, what it's um,
1: called?
0: The Bank of it's Thames.
1: Pitch, it's pitch black dark at eight o'clock in the in the afternoon there as well. Uh, in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah. Well, <it's laughs> Since afternoon, when is 8pm is the
0: afternoon?
1: Maybe we all get in like 3, 4 in the morning in the UK.
0: I mean, we're used to it as wrestling fans.
1: Well, just like newcastle Pontine tyne is just up the road from London. It's, it's very just similar. up the
0: road. It's only half an hour. Have you, never, have you never been? Have you never drove from London to Newcastle?
1: Well, I've driven from um, Cardiff or Newport in Wales all the way up to Newcastle. And it's at least a six, uh, six to eight hour drive, depending on how many stops you have.
0: Well, there you go. Just Finn down Ballard the road,
1: he went and visited Pack on the weekend.
0: Well, Gunter also apparently I saw a picture before saying uh, Gunter was also there, and someone got a picture with him in Newcastle. So
1: I had a message off um, Brad. You remember Brad, who
0: was on the first. Brad, end friend podcast? of the show, Brad. He the, um, was the leader. He still got a higher score than Taron in the quiz. That's not hard, though, is it?
1: Um, I well, I was speaking to him in work, and he said that obviously um, WWE was in Cardiff then on a Sunday. Um, So then Monday morning, Brad was walking to work. He was going to On Common Ground in Royal Arcade in Cardiff for a coffee. And he goes, he messaged me. He's like, Dan, was WWE in in Cardiff today? I said, well, no, Brad, he was was in Cardiff yesterday. Well, I just walked past Seamus. I thought that was a bit weird. I said, oh, did he have a hat on? He said, no, full ginger hair, six foot six. Just walked past him in, in the arcade in Cardiff. Having got a walk a around sca- that that's not Got a bit
0: weird. scared to try and ask him for a picture that early. Yeah, you, you
1: can ask Tegan Knox for a picture, but he doesn't ask
0: sheamus for a picture. It's a shameful thing. Lobster head. But no, I mean, like I said, this episode is going to be all about that money, money. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll start off with the general consensus of Money in the Bank, the first pay per view premium live event, sorry in the uk proper since 2003 insurrection so let's just give a brief overview what i mean we all kind of got into groups separately i mean you had a few friends over i went to Taran's house we had a few friends got a nice kebab of takeaway and oh, you know it was pay? a normal time no of course Taran didn't pay even though he probably owes me god knows how many but it's fine you know, doesn't he he, he does uh, but no i paid for my own i even paid oh. for my friend jason's because he picked me up from blackpool to take me to preston where taron lives oh. and then brought me back as well so i paid for his kebab because i'm nice like that the
1: North and then Andy, um,
0: preston No, he, he lives in wharton but it's a pr postcard and i like to rub oh. it in because obviously he's a blackpool through and through um he's not listening to this part of the podcast anyway it's too far past him to edit anyway so he kind of like he'll skip past all of this um he's a true Prestoner at heart i'm sure <laughs> um and if he is listening to the podcast i'm sure i'll hear back from that which we won't
2: yes, um
0: yes. so in regards to money backside said, so we were all in our groups it was a nice i thought it was originally at 6 p.m but for some reason it was at 8 p.m don't Eight. know where we got we watched from. the
1: pre-show and everything
0: yeah, we had the pre show on as well. Um so seven spend, PM. We're not gonna spend twenty minutes talking about
1: pre shows again, are we?
0: Oh, I hope bloody well hope not. I can't be doing that again. Yeah, I mean it was a pre show just talking, wasn't it? Um that's all that's all it needed. But um Well they were yeah. in the studio.
1: They were in, uh, in, studio back in the studio. in from Connecticut. It? Yeah.
0: Yeah usually i like the things that i mean we're going into the pre-show talk now but i also there's one thing i did like about wd sometimes when they did the pre-show where they did it in the arena you had all the fans in the background and you had byron saxton in the fans he's like let's go over to byron saxton who's with the fans with his like little pink socks on." going yeah <laughs> welcome everyone well we're, we're gonna have a great show uh but
1: yeah i wish, I wish they we did because have... i had i had loads of friends who are in the audience I, I didn't realize how many people i knew were actually going to that show with I looked on facebook and uh they were like at least four or five people that I knew that were in attendance. There was um I think there was it, Sam and Bob all we I uh, knew that there was uh, uh another friend of the show Lauren was there. Uh else do I know there's Brian Brian was there as well. I know loads of people were there. I was thinking they got tickets, how come I couldn't get tickets?
0: It was like the second hottest like ticket in the UK within the next year. Obviously counting Taylor Swift as number one. But mate
1: I wish I got tickets <laughs> for that. It Paramour's the support act
0: I well apparently uh well i have got a guaranteed ticket apparently so i got tickets for fighters so we're okay but yeah taylor swift and Paramount at anfield what more do you want in life maybe a wrestlemania in london but we'll get on to that later <laughs> um but no it was 8 p.m it was a nice time um unfortunately it ran over a little bit so it didn't finish till half past 11 at night but you know. Still earlier than your typical 5 a.m. like Forbidden Door. So I was happy with that.
1: The finish, so, though, finished at a quarter to midnight yeah. in the UK. It's almost like we stayed up for it. It was,
0: it was predicted to finish at 10.45. That's when the yeah, press conference that. was ready for the media. Uh,
1: um, I had messages off um, um, Dean, who couldn't be bothered to watch it. And he's like, when are you coming to Tain? So obviously we, we're planning to go after the event afterwards. I said, like, yeah, we're coming after the event. He's like, it's almost midnight. Where are you? I was like, it hasn't finished yet.
0: John Cena's just. Roman Reigns and Jimmy and Jey Uso are still walking around the ring, not doing anything. But we'll Paul get Heyman's on to crying that. As
3: well.
0: he so on. Paul. But yeah, I mean, let's go. We'll go in order of what the matches were as well. So we'll make sure we are doing this as we kicked off Money in the Bank, as predicted by Taryn. He did give one prediction right, but unfortunately there's no points for that. And yes, he was so excited as well when the men's Money in the Bank match was taking off and it will be the first match on the card and yes he was like as i said last week as well he was like there's gonna be a cash in tonight it's 100 percent guaranteed but we'll get (laughs) on to that later as well um but no we had the men's money in the bank match which took us all by surprise in regards to the prediction league i mean joe went for Mr. Logan, Paul, but you know he probably might have supposed to have won it, but he was concussed by the end. And then Dan, myself, and Taryn all went for LA Knight. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, no. It was Damian Priest went on to win it all.
2: Did you enjoy the match, Joe? Yeah, I I thought it was a really good match. It was really well put together. Um, I'm same as you guys. I'm really surprised Damien Priest won it, but like. Considering like what the storyline is going towards the Judgment game, what happened near the end with Finn Balor, it kind of makes sense for him to win it now. Um, I, th- I like the spot where, like Ricochet and Logan Paul did like that flippy. is it the Spanish fly? It was supposed
0: flight? to be a it was supposed to be a Spanish fly. It looked like that fly got squatted, but there you yeah, go.
2: It, it it was. I think it was a bit botched in the end. He ain't it no Sammy okay.
0: Guevara, any of those guys, uh, uh, but you know it's fine.
2: Yeah, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good ladder mat it was a good back ladder match. Um, nice good spots and everything made sense in the end. Surprised by the winner definitely, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Dan. Yeah, I thought overall
1: the match was decent. I mean quite often it's spot fest and yeah that spot did go wrong you saw when they set that table up and they're near the end like oh someone's going to go through that table but it was set up by Damien Priest and it was set up by Logan Paul and Logan Paul was trying to get Priest on his side come on we're, we're the bad guys we'll work together lasted for about a minute and the story all the way through the match was we don't care who wins but Logan Paul he's entitled he can't win it so every time he went to get up the other six people got in the ring and kept swatting him back down then they even come to a point where KSI was ringside and chucked him a prime during the match to give him some more energy. That was a the
0: fog splash, wasn't it, on the ladder? Yeah.
1: I remember looking at the odds before making the predictions last week, and Damien Priest was actually third, and the, mm. three, the three people there, theirs weren't too bad, but then the other th- uh, four people, their theirs odds were astronomical. So I'm thinking, well, if you thought about it, why was Damien Priest deserve it? And after his match with Bad Bunny, everybody was saying that he's seen as a main eventer now and they really want to give him a big push. There's, the cases were too strong for the other two, and that's, I think, why we, we all predicted other the winners, but actually Damien Priest winning, I didn't have my gob open smack. like what's going on here? Why are they putting it on that guy? He was punished with Martinez in Ring of Honor, um, and he had absolute banger matches with Seth back in the day. Um, he's, done, he's been around in the business for many, many years. If they're gonna do something with him, they're gonna do something with him now, with his age. I think he is actually older than LA Knight, so it'd be interesting to see. He's gonna be in NXT next week, might even cash in on the NXT champion. Like wait on Seth who knows what's going to happen with it but it's exciting to see the avenues they're going to take with it and I think it's overall the great winner and decent way to start the pay-per-view
0: yeah I mean we did have some people say there would be a, a cash-in and uh, we might as well talk about the cash-ins now because none of you predict the women's to cash in so obviously there was no women's title up for grabs but we both predicted it would be uh, yourself dan and taryn said ellie knight would win and there would be a cash in on that night uh, you didn't really say what title you didn't really go for it. you didn't need to but taryn said it would be on the intercontinental championship um which i mean makes kind of makes sense if gunter's finally been beaten down he should have come out and done it that way but i don't think it should be on a mid title so that's the question damien priest is the money in the bank winner Who is he going to cash it in on eventually?
3: I think
1: the Raw champ, I think the World Heavyweight Champion, that's the good thing about that world title. A lot of the time, the Money in the banks used to be cashed in on that belt. I can't see it happening on Roman. He's holding that title now until Mania. Um, I can't see it being an undercard either. He's already been a US champion. He's already done the the undercard ones. I can see it being the world title, but maybe in the next couple of months, maybe not at SummerSlam, but maybe like a Survivor Series or a Saudi show. But I certainly think, he will cash in. I think he'll cash in successfully, and I think it'll be on the world title. Whether that be when Finn gets another shot of the title or in on Finn, who knows? But I do think it'll be on the world title some way down the line.
0: Joe, I what agree, are your thoughts?
2: Be, yeah. I agree. It'll be on the, the, the new uh, world heavyweight championship. Um, as Dan said, like he's already had the mid card championships in the IC and all of those, um, US. So it makes sense for him to go for the new World Heavyweight Championship. He's not crashing it on Roman. Roman, as I said, Roman's holding that championship for a long time. So yeah, I, I agree with Dan.
0: Okay. I mean, we'll move on to the next match now, and let, let's just say two matches into the event, zero points for all four of us because <laughs> um, someone did say Dan, it was you. I mean, you got it completely wrong, but you said there will be a potential heel turn. Yeah. Do we count it as a heel turn? If they're the heels, is that a face turn? I don't know. It's a face turn. After that promo and how she was getting cheered on Raw, it was a face turn. We so ended we up, had a yeah, face turn. We ended up going,
1: because um, we had a couple of lads over as well, we were like, oh, right, let's top up our drinks. I think we were in the kitchen and we had uh, some more brewskis. And all of a sudden I just heard, come, come quick. you never guess what's just happened. And she, Sheila Bezos was popping a hammer it down on... Ronda Rousey, she said, you know, you've been holding me back. I came up building rings and paying my dues and you've been handed everything. We later mm-hmm. find out that Rhonda's leaving after SummerSlam and she's either going back to the UFC or she's retiring altogether. And ultimately, it's going to be putting over Shayna Baszler. So it makes sense now if we knew that tidbit of information before the show. I think a lot more of us would have been predicting new champions. But Liv Morgan smashed it in a Union Jack, Jerry Halliwell-inspired outfit. The match Mm -hmm. itself actually wasn't too bad. Um, And I don't think Nelson's going to be giving it five stars. I think it'll scrape a two if possible. But it's now opened up the women's division. We had a, a women's tag team turmoil match on Raw now because of it. And it means there's a lot more people that potentially could go for those belts. So good result. Very shocking. And I don't think any of us would have predicted that without knowing what we know now.
0: No, I mean, again, we've been talking about it for years with Ronda Rousey. And it was the match we've always wanted of... Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, which kind of seems like that's not going to happen now. With obviously Becky Lynch's storyline with Trish, if we're talking, uh, if we're talking Ronda's last date is going to be SummerSlam. That's leading to Becky v Trish, Ronda versus Shana, and that will be it. So we're never going to have that singles match with Ronda and Becky unless maybe it is. She has a two match deal, Ronda Rousey, one at SummerSlam, one at Mania next year, because I think we we do need that match, Becky v. Ronda. That's what happening in UFC.
1: Becky goes over, Rebecca goes over to UFC, and she ends up mixed martial art, and it shows she can get her clown qualification out and her SJS qualification. She can have a proper fighty fight.
0: Well, we'll we'll see what happens, but that's very doubtful. I think even Ronda's done with UFC. Um, I think
1: UFC's done with Ronda and all.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at the women's division as well in in the Ultimate Fighting Championship. No disrespect to Ronda, she's older now. She's got a family. There's no need to do it. She's earned the money. She can go into acting if she really wanted to. She could be well, Abby in season two of movies. The Last of Us too. She she was in The Expendables three. She was in the Entourage movie. She was in the Entourage yeah. movie as well. I know. Yeah, I know all these. She was also in which which movie? Expendable three. She was in Fast and the Furious as well, weren't she?
1: Well, in, in Entourage, three, you know, she she um, ended up um, going on a couple of dates with Turtle. She did, and, then, and she and
0: then said, "No, bro- I don't want Nearly broke his time. arm. Yeah, well, there's yeah. he had to go three three minutes with him in a on a map, yeah. didn't he? Great meeting. No, I love Entourage, uh, but yeah, too, she was also in. Well. Yeah. Oh absolute, yeah. How much you think it would be banger. to get Jane's addiction superheroes a new theme for Grapplecast? Make oh, it happen. Make Hashtag it. Did.
1: I want to be your superhero.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bloody love Entourage. Let's have an Entourage podcast. Oh, wait, that's already been done. Victory. It? Yeah, it's, a Doug, it's Doug Ellen who created the show with uh, E and Drama. i for going to have them. to go back and listen to that now. Yeah, it's a, like one of those, you know, watch where they review each episode and stuff like that, and then have like, guests on. Every um, time but, I yeah, wo- like, go to a Comic-Con,
1: I, I think of Johnny Drama being at those festival like conventions. Mm-hmm it's comic-con this this uh weekend as well
0: comic-con london comic-con Showmasters, yeah, yeah. Massa, I, I almost work that one as well
1: yeah we're giving it a year off i didn't i don't think many wrestlers have said they're going this year but we, we usually just look at them from afar like al snow just gives us a weird look we we, we walk past him
0: yeah. 20 times mick foley's going to comic-con liverpool this year he usually does the for the love of wrestling ones but um he's actually going to comic-con liverpool in november which will be interesting such a nice guy as well yeah i'm sure he is but um yeah so we had the i mean like i said Liv morgan did sell this going back to money in the bank she had a great <laughs> facial expression she didn't know what was the bloody hell was going on um but we did have new tag team champions and i'm going to go back on something else that you said on the podcast as well dan when you talk about the cash in is The WWE like to have uh, title changes at the UK. I know you've done the quiz, and I hope this isn't a question, but when was the last time the title changed hands in the UK?
1: It was uh, AJ Styles um, on SmackDown in like
0: 2016. About 2017, but apparently the last one was 2019, Finn Balor won a title in Ireland. Because we were going to have Jinder yeah, Mahal versus title.
1: Brock Lesnar at Survivor yeah. Series. So to do a quick title change. They put it on yeah. AJ instead.
0: But yeah, no, that's not in the Queen's yeah. We're okay. That's fine. That is absolutely <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, so it's been like five years um, since the last title change in the UK. And it was a, a welcome surprise. We had that face turn uh, by Shayna Baszler. And that's set up a, an interesting match that we're going to be looking forward to. Most likely in, in the Steel City in Detroit. So we'll see what happens there okay the next one and i think this is it we finally got some points on the board this is only one of two matches all four of us got right <laughs> and it was for the intercontinental title and it was Gunther v riddle without a returning randy Orton, which most of us predicted but we did have a return but we'll talk about the match first dan
1: yeah, well, he was telling the fact that he had a bad ankle all the way through and Gunther was capitalising on it. But ultimately, all the way through, it wasn't like a Seamus Gunther, which we thought it might be. It was an OK match. I wasn't bored all the way through it, but you could see who was going to win that. I think um, um, Adam, who I had over the, the flat for, to watch it, mentioned to me that Gunther's actually approaching um, the Honky Tonk Man's record of uh, the longest reign in the Continental title. Holder, I think that he's only got like 100, 120 days left. So the minute I found that out, I'm like, OK, Gunther is not dropping that belt until he's he's gone over that record. So he's at least got another two, three months with it before we get into WrestleMania season. So once I knew that, you kind of saw it as a foregone conclusion. Um, worked it well. I thought that the uh, Imperium lads, they helped with the situation as he does. Overall, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as Sheamus versus Gunther.
0: Yeah, so I'm like just having a quick look. He's over 390 days at the moment. Like I said, Honk Tonk Man is on four five four, which is only sixty odd days away now. Yeah, so he'd be going for that. So, so that would be before the end of the year, and I think we did kind of predict that he might lose it by Mania next year. So I think he is definitely going to go over it. But Joe. I mean, I, I, said, I said this to Taran when it happened. I was like, could you imagine? Obviously, Drew McIntyre came out. It was a great moment in the UK crowd. Apparently, everyone thought that he was leaving and he mentioned it in a media scrum. No, he's never talked about leaving. Don't know what you're chatting, really. He's making stuff up. They but gave him money, in other words. How beautiful would it have been if it hit Broken Dreams? Just saying, after Clash at the Castle and the response that that had, yeah. if he came out to Broken Dreams, everyone would have just lost their shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, Broken Dreams have been really good. I mean, Drew versus Gunter would be an absolute cracker match. I know they had the triple threat with Sheamus and WrestleMania, but I don't know. I can't, as Dan said, I can't see Gunter losing that title anytime soon. And as much as I like Drew McIntyre, it just seems like such a um a big fall from like you know he was in the World Heavyweight Championship pitcher not that long ago, but now he's wrestling for the Intercontinental Title. It just seems like. A bit of emotion for him. It kind of makes sense. Like Gunter needs like somebody big and you know foreboding and impressive to have a match against. So they're probably gonna have a match for the IC title at SummerSlam. Uh, I don't see him losing title anytime soon. To I've just done it. Anyone else? Yeah
0: just done a quick google as well we're only 30 days away from SummerSlam 2023 so right. gunter will still be away from that record so i mean we'll get into it obviously in four weeks time because that's when we'll be doing our SummerSlam show the 5th of august um yeah 5th of august that's even before all in isn't it, it is. it's not that far away 30 days we no, um, haven't booked any matches yet but they'll, they'll all come very very quick i'm sure well, they've got four weeks to build it. Taran won't be happy. This is one of the biggest four events, and there's no build to it apparently. So, uh no announced matches so far. I mean, there's no announced matches for AEW All In, and then obviously it still sold eighty thousand tickets or whatever. So they don't need a match to be announced because um, it's SummerSlam. But yeah, thirty days would put would put Gunter on about four hundred and twenty, so he'd still be. 20 odd days away, obviously they about, could use I, I the that yeah, they, obviously they could talk about it, maybe this is his moment, that if he wins he'll beat Honky Tonk Man's record Drew McIntyre is going to try and stop him but we think obviously he's going to hold it for a little bit longer and beat that record, we bloody well hope, so anyway we've had enough of that Elvis guy <laughs> but um we'll, we'll move on it was a good pop for Drew McIntyre uh, great response and I think there's one thing that we need to discuss as well is obviously the fans were on force. They were great representing the the UK crowd. So very happy with that as well. Um,
1: yeah, the fans were going absolutely electric. They were cheering from the offset and they're showing the American fans how how to do it. And how to do it properly. Because every time you're to a roar in a Smackdown, they sing Seth's
2: song and that's about it. Yeah, they yeah. were loud all the way through. Very loud. And yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get on to... Um somebody mentioned it in that in their promo later on but yeah they were loud all, all the way through
0: they were very very loud indeed i mean i'm trying to figure out when it happened it was after the next match so we'll talk about it then so the next match i would like to say all of us predicted this right but only three of us predicted this right and i think i even said it in the podcast don't be so stupid but no, Dan decided he wanted to have Dominic Mysterio defeat Cody Rhodes for some reason. It Let's makes just explain more sense.
1: It. Explain it. Well, it makes more sense. There was rumours of Brock Lesnar being in the UK. And, well, actually, he came out in Baltimore. He was in instead. Maryland. <laughs> he, yeah, he came out in America instead. But it made more sense and for Dom to be going around going, I've beaten the great Cody Rhodes. Plus, when you're doing a wrestling podcast, as we've been doing for almost two and a half years now, sometimes it's nice to have uh, predictions from with both sides not just to landslide one way although it was very very predictable but looking at the other way imagine it the other way see see how it's going to go i I stand by it i still think dominic could have got the win and should have got the win but all right wrestling has more than one royal family they gave it to mr adrenaline and his soul fair enough i'm happy but if they gave it to dom i would have laughed and i would have liked it even more
0: something something cody Rhodes deservedly took the win, didn't he? Joe, you know? I mean we yeah. just wanted to see Dominic just get battered and that's what we got.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, Dominic got what he deserved, you know, Cody Rose needs the win. He needs to build himself back up again to it's what everyone wanted. Except Dominic, he didn't want that.
1: Or oh, Manny. Manny didn't
2: want that either.
0: She, I mean she just she just stood there. She didn't really do anything in that match. What was the point of her being there?
2: And all the chances well, all the football chants like Cody Cody Rhodes, Cody, Cody Rhodes. I
0: was like, yeah, but... I mean, we'll get on to the best chance soon because that's in the next match. But we did have a a nice little surprise uh, in between these two matches because, I mean, it's something that none of us really predicted. There was rumours Brock Lesnar was in the UK, but there was nothing <laughs> online about this man being in the UK. The greater superstar in the history of the world wrestling entertainment some might say decided to take off his invisibility cloak everybody saw him in the uk john cena came down for and i'm gonna be a little bit of a a damper on the situation but one of the most pointless promos i've ever seen in my life
1: (laughs) well not pointless you basically say hey guys I'm happy to be here. I'm here to say that you guys, you fans are the greatest fans ever in London, England. And I think we should bring, we should bring WrestleMania to London. It's like, well, we can't John, because they don't have a roof and it rains all the time. When we bring it to Wales and principality stadium instead, but Grayson Waller comes out and he makes some great points as well. does not he Saying, well, we should have it in Australia, be on beaches, be a great time. And even John Cena could be a guest on the Grayson Waller effect. I think they both gave good pitches, but he, I give was, him was rub. he gave him a rub. He yeah. And he's like, no, I'll pass on the rub from you, mate. Um, and he's like, no, I think you are they're all drunk. I think you should all go back to the pub. Yeah, uh, funny. Um, But no, it was good. I, I thought it was entertaining. It, it picked up the crowds. And it's got everyone buzzing about London for WrestleMania. It can't be WrestleMania next year, because apparently that's about to be released. So WrestleMania 42 in London, England, gives Wembley a chance to put a roof on it. And then we can do it there.
0: Well, WrestleMania 40 is obviously Philadelphia next year, isn't it? Yeah. And there was rumours of 41 being London, UK, if that ever happens. But obviously, there's obviously this talk going on at the moment, bringing it to Wembley because of what's going on in AEW. Obviously, they've done well. They've sold out. I say they've sold out. They've sold nearly all the tickets for AEW all in without announcing a single match. It's the biggest gate in the history of wrestling. Imagine what Dewey Dewey could do with the Stars, bringing WrestleMania. It would sell out in minutes. I have no doubt about that if they brought WrestleMania to Wembley. But I just don't see them ever doing it. I don't.
1: I could see them doing it, but I think Wembley is a big stadium. But you you want to make sure you're packing in as many people as you can. You want over 100,000. There's been rumours of um, Paris and the Stade de France. Um, you want a massive arena. And yeah, Wembley's a really good one, but you've got to think our weather's a little bit more shocking. But people will come from France, they'll come from Sweden, they'll come from Germany, come from all over the world to make you know, all over Europe to go watch WrestleMania what mean? in the UK.
0: Like I said, they've sold eighty to ninety thousand of AEW All In. This is AEW, which some obviously a lot of people see as the the second the second biggest company it is behind WWE. It's a relatively new company, it's been going five years. The what their biggest star is CM Punk. Chris Jericho, MJF, Chris Jericho. which again, not a lot of people know who they are. They're still sold these because they've got a loyal fan base. Anyone that went to AEW would probably still go to WrestleMania because that's what they want. It would sell out. I don't think there's any doubt about it. It would sell out. Even the
1: casuals would want to go to Ra- everyone's heard of WrestleMania <laughs> for the past almost forty years. There's loads of people who've at least I know loads of people who don't watch wrestling but they've seen a WrestleMania and you could take that
0: doing a concert halfway through. Yeah, you'll love
1: it. They could do. It. I've been in pubs um, when they, you know, when WrestleMania's been on at one, two in the morning, people didn't even know it was on. They've just sat there and watched it anyway, just for the sake of it. And other people have had to explain to them what's going on. But even the casual want to go to that. I think it's a, it's a no brainer, but it's going to be on at an earlier time. It basically, with WrestleMania, it needs to take over a town or a city for two weeks. So, like a, a Cardiff, for example, would be perfect because it's like a proper hub, everything's within distance. But with Wembley, Would you could you really see it in Wembley? There is Wembley's okay, but if you've been around Wembley, it's not really somewhere that you'd want to hang around for a week unless you've done right. Like we're obviously going to go there for the day, but I mean if wrestling was there for the week, you're there for the fan zones and stuff. You know, would would they all want to travel over and spend a week in Wembley? I I certainly wouldn't.
0: It wouldn't be an argument for that though. It wouldn't be Wembley if you look at New York and the MetLife Center. It's in New Jersey. It's not even in New York. But they still have all your events in New York. And then you'd go to New Jersey to go watch at the MetLife Stadium. So it doesn't have to be. Like, it's a simple train for a 50 minutes, an Even overground like an train old, into the old city Trafford of London. An Old would be good.
1: Like, an Old Trafford would be really good. Like, Manchester would be a really good site for it. Um, I know the Spurs Stadium would be good. Wembley, uh, not Wembley, sorry, um, the West Ham Stadium, the Olympic Stadium. The Olympic, that's already yeah. got a village. That would be an amazing setting for it.
0: Yeah. I think it's one of those, like I said, if it is in London, it doesn't have to be around there. I know they have like the, the the box area there where they do some stuff, but they could still do stuff in London, specifically the City of London and the surrounding area. Because they've got Wembley Park, but like I said, it, there's this minimal stuff that you can do there, really, because no one stays around there because it's too expensive. So it, they would have to go to the City of London.
1: Well, you look at when we're going, we're staying in Hammersmith, and not we? So... It, it mm-hmm. just goes to show, you know, we can, you can't really afford to stay in the Wembley area. We're staying six miles away from it.
0: Yeah. And like I said, it's 50 minutes on the on the train to get there or something like that on the overground. But who knows? Like I said, this is all speculation. We hope they announce something. It? I think it was just one of those things to get the crowd pumped to give them a little bit of hope um, to say maybe this can happen. Maybe I see a Slam happening because it's the summer. It's in the UK. That makes a little bit more sense. Um, but I don't see WrestleMania. I'll be very, very happy if they announce it. And I'll try everything I can to go. But I just don't see it happening in the near future. Okay. okay. Back to the matches. And again, I'm I'm gonna be a little bit more controversial here as well. Because everybody knows controversy creates cash and everybody likes differing opinions on this show but maybe you guys agree with me the women's money in the bank again three of us went for eos guy who ultimately won the match dan again decided to go a little bit differently and go for becky lynch just to give an opposing view which is fair enough um but you did say eos guy will win you did say that but you just thought you put your prediction as becky lynch so it wasn't that boring yeah um but my statement and Joe, I'm going to ask you here if you agree with me. This match was better than the men's.
2: There no. was more story going. <laughs> there was more. There was more story going on. Obviously, you had the the story between like um, Becky, Trish, and Zoe Stark. Then you had the story between um Ears, Sky, and Bailey. So yeah, I, in terms of story wise, I agree. In terms of wrestling wise, no. <laughs> so yeah rest story-wise yes wrestling-wise no the the end bit with like the handcuffs and stuff i thought that was really creative i don't think i've seen that the way they did that before like where they were like stuck in between mm-hmm. like, i can't remember seeing that before so yeah i thought the actual finish of the match was actually really creative and you know, there's only so much you could do in ladder matches you know they usually just copying like the Hardy Boys from about 20-odd years ago. So it's nice to see something different in a of match, like a finish you haven't seen before, or I haven't seen it before anyway. No.
0: I'm a storyteller. It's what I do. I'm a scriptwriter by trade. I like story. And this is why I think I preferred this match over the men's. I think the men's had more botches, to be completely honest, as well. And this is why I thought the women's one it exceeded my expectations because usually we'd expect this one to be the botch fest um i was thinking maybe when they were going to handcuff becky lynch that she's just going to handcuff herself to trish just so she can beat the hell out of her i thought that would have been a nice thing but like i said what like joe just said when they tied each other up in in between the ladder it took a little bit to get the cuffs on but you know it was fine eventually she did it and then the symbolization over all of her of climbing over bailey to win it as well i thought that was great the way they did that was great as well to obviously similar her kind of like eclipsing bailey and climbing over bailey maybe they're smart enough to do that i don't know but that's the way i saw it but uh and it was a nice finish to the match and that's why i say it was better but dan you've been shaking your head you're, you're not agreeing with me no i'm you with it a you. snooze fest no, I, no, I was saying that I thought Joe was asleep when you asked him that question. Oh, um,
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I think it was the better of the two matches. Um, when Bailey actually chucked Dio off the ladder and cost her earlier on in the match, and then like like, yeah. oh, I shouldn't have cost my friend. There was a lot more storytelling in it. I thought overall it flowed a lot better. And it, like you compare it to the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match, leaps and bounds better. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And we all like we all knew that EO was probably going to win it, but. There was the suspense, there was a lot of people going up to the top, oh, is Trish grabbing it? No, she's now busted her face. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it was better.
0: And the face mask is back.
1: It is. I don't know why, like, if she wasn't wrestling, why she's wearing it. But yeah, she she came back. I think it's just to merch sales or something. But yeah, maybe she'll be in that for the prolonged period of time now. Eh?
0: Thank you, Trish. We all know Thank you, love, Trish. they love Canadian white women with broken noses. <laughs> good old shelton good old shelton all those overtones okay the next match was one that dan you got right well done you decided not to go against the grain on this one and just said don't be so stupid franklin is defending he is going to retain his title seth rollins and finn balor and again i'm coming at you with this one this match was a letdown
1: it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I thought, oh, yeah, it's got the potential to be match of the night. But it, it reminded me very similar to when Damien Priest was wrestling Seth a couple of weeks ago. And then Finn Balor came out. And that's ultimately where it went wrong. Why are you out here? And then he gets the chief hmm. win. And then that's it. It was just the other way around where Damien Priest came out. Why are you out here? And then he gets the win. And um, so, it happened uh, on you... Raw
0: just gone as well.
1: Yeah, it's just it's rinse and repeat. They've done it two or three times now. So we kind of like, well, oh great, oh and is he going to cash in? Well, of course he's not going to cash in. Yeah, it's a bit lackluster to be honest. It could have been a lot better than it was, but it was all right. I don't again. I don't think Nelson's going to ever give that one five stars. i are saying three at a push.
2: Three at a push, Joe. I agree. It was just an okay match. Like um, same as that. I was expecting this to be like. An absolute banging. Like, I did notice though that Finn Balor was a lot more vicious and a lot more attacking, and it felt like it was getting up to speed and he was gonna go a bit longer. But I don't so I felt like this match got cut or they got told to like go heel really because they were overrunning due to time constraints. I don't know for sure, but I don't know, I felt like this match was like just getting up the tempo like with him getting like all of his like attacks in and then he just kind of like was building 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 to like the crescendo and they just went they built and built and built and they just went oh ended. It was and it flat oh yeah. that's it went flat and I was like oh okay and it felt like he was going to go somewhere it just didn't
0: maybe it got cut by that pointless John Cena promo that went 15 <laughs> minutes too long Um we didn't see was... that coming though did we Nobody saw it coming. You'll never see it coming. It was great to see John Cena and it was great, but like I said, it was 10, 15 minutes too long. It didn't need to be that long. Just come out and say, blah, blah. I mean, if I went, so if John Cena went to Australia and went, you want WrestleMania in London, of course everyone's going to lose their shit. You'd do it anywhere. You go to bloody Canada, everyone will lose their shit saying, we want WrestleMania in Canada. Everyone will lose their minds. Of course, if you say WrestleMania's coming to the UK, everyone's going to lose their minds. So I think it was just pointless. But it's got the in- the it. internet buzz, though, isn't it? Yeah, but like, you could do that anywhere in the world and people would buzz all over it. If he went to Saudi Arabia and did it, you'd think that's more realistic because of the relationship that they've got to Saudi Arabia. If he went to Australia and did it, it would it would get the same amount of buzz. But, I don't know. When they bring it to Hawaii, WrestleMania in Hawaii, At that. least it's the United States. Stay. Do it. Book it.
3: It's in the Book
0: atmosphere it. now. And then... That could be the match between Roman Reigns and The Rock in Hawaii. in the Island of Relevancy. An Island of Relevancy match. There you go. And they could literally do it on a set of Moana, the live-action film. It would be great. They'll love it. Right. The final match of the night. Oh. None of us got right. It was arguably what to say the shock of the year i'm gonna go taron says there is no way roman reigns is gonna lose two pay-per-views in a row dan says there's no way they're pinning roman reigns roman reigns got pinned jimmy and jay picked up the win joe
2: yeah i mean this is like the best told story in wrestling for, I don't know, like at least 10 years. And it's like long-term storytelling long-term booking. Like this story has been going on for years. I don't know if three years ago they saw where the, they were going now but I think they've just adapted so well to like things that were going on and um, things are changing, you know. Jimmy J and the Usos, like I know they are like the like, actually, you know, family, they are actually the bloodline. And then you've got Paul Heyman in there, but like his little poisoning and his little two cents like this is, like the best told story in years and it's like it's like cinema like you could put this you could make a movie out of this storyline just the storyline alone and the way it ended it was just like it was poetic and like the whole the whole match if you notice it like echoed the storyline is where like Jay was like the right hand man and then it was like then Jimmy coming back and helping him and then. Said solo, like doing the double team with Roman, and then eventually, um, Jimmy was like copying all of the stuff Roman has done, like the the kick out with the low blow. And, like, if you notice, like, maybe once this is the match, he they were like echoing stuff that they've done from all over the years. So, yeah, it was it was excellent. This, I really enjoyed it.
0: Oh, I wouldn't go to say excellent, It, it did when it started, like. The first 10-15 minutes was a drag. But the final 10 minutes were really, really good. I don't even know how long this actually match actually lasted. I don't know if I'm going completely off there. Like 25 minutes, I'd say, probably the match in my head. But like I said, the first... Because they will just walk. It was half an hour. So yeah, I would probably right. 15 minutes of them walking around, kind of not doing anything. It was a very, very, very slow burn. that Nothing was really happening. But when things started happening and they started... Obviously doing their moves and it started getting into a little bit more of the action i really enjoyed it from that point but it just took a while to get there i don't know if i'm completely by myself there you are shaking you are nodding your head dan so i'll go yeah you. no i agree again i agree with you i think
1: it was a bit of a slow burn but then it was like whang bang thank you man and it all just happened at once lots of near falls lots of what's happening here and we we're all thinking oh no there's no way no way they're going to get that pinfall on roman um, but overall, they managed to do it. They they climbed the ninth and top and they got the win. And it makes it more interesting now for SummerSlam. You don't think, oh, well, it's just another fill of SummerSlam for him to get another win. You actually now think, well, Jay's already pinned him and he pinned him before in his first ever win, his first ever loss in WWE. So you're thinking, well, Jay now holds two pins over Roman Reigns. Anything could happen. Um, it really sets it up, gives it a little bit more hype. But yeah, half an hour, and you're looking at the clock as well, and you're going, oh God, it's coming up to midnight here now, they have definitely over, and in the UK, if you go over 11 o'clock and you're still doing a show, you get fines for that, and we were prepared to do that, to tell a story, and I think they told the story really well. Um, all in all, good ending to it, and it gets us all now excited for SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, which obviously it hasn't been announced, but we do feel like it is going to be Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the title, that's kind of where we see it going again we are four weeks away from our predictions and summer slam but there's no way he's winning but you know we'll we'll get to that i'm sure in four weeks time but that is money in the bank I, i will just go before the show uh the prediction leagues tam was on 31 i was on 26 and you both were on 24. so myself and joe each got five points on the night after correctly predicting no cash in um and then taron also had the same matches that we had but said there will be a cash in so we get five points Taryn gets four dan gets two so that now puts the standings on taron with 35 me on 31 joe on 29 and dan on 26. So before we do move on to the quiz and we can go through the quiz scoreboard, just to make you feel a little bit better, Dan. Um, what would you give Money in the Bank as a grade? Maybe a score as well, however you feel. I was sports entertained. I'll give it an A. I think it's an strong contender for
1: one of the best shows of the year.
0: Go on, Joe. Um,
2: as I said at the start, I thought this was going to be very, very cookie, very predictable. And there was lots of twists and turns. Like we go through our predictions, there's a lot of stuff like none of us predicted. So for the sheer like, like twist of it all, I would say, I would say B plus.
0: That's more respectable. I can go. I can go with that, Joe. Uh, When I was speaking to Taron after the event, I'm pretty sure he said a B. I went B minus, round about that area. Um, But you know no surprise a week after forbidden door one of the best pay-per-view of the year so far just saying but um i think i went b minus just because like i said i think that civil coming after that civil war match quarter to 12 i was just kind of like come on like i want to go home now (laughs) i'd I'd, like again there was moments in it where i was just kind of like uh uh like again the john cena promo as good as it was at the start again it lasted too long i think there was there was some really great moments if it just got trimmed down B plus, maybe. Like I said, I really enjoyed the women's Money in the Bank match that exceeded my expectations. The men's Money in the Bank was okay. Surprise winner, I was happy with that. You had the surprise turn, I was happy with that. And like I said, the Usos winning the match. There was some surprises which I really did enjoy, and I think this is the best WWE pay per view of the year, no doubt about. I think that's better than WrestleMania. I'd probably go. And I think the crowd and the moment, the moments around it all as well, because we are together. With friends watching it at a normal time, I think the same with Clash at the Castle. It's the atmosphere and it's the way you are watching that event as well. That kind of has that impact of what your score is as well. So yeah. you have to kind of take a little bit of that out as well. If I was watching this by myself at home, that's why I gave it a B minus.
3: That's fair.
0: It would be like a B plus probably if the atmosphere because with my friends it was a normal time kebab that was great. But like I said, objectively B minus. Yeah okay so the quiz is dan you are winning the quiz with seven points i myself am on six taryn is on four joe is on one however dan you are hosting the quiz which means i could tie you oh this week or joe could go on two points um So, yeah, obviously, Taron was supposed to be doing the quiz this week, but he isn't here. So he will be doing next week's quiz, if he remembers. We'll make sure to remind him. Um, But, yeah, what have you got for us, Dan? So it's all about that money. Money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Money in the bank, baby. Woo. Um, It's 10 questions on money in the bank. Um, So we'll start with nice and easy with your question, number one. Which male and female star have been in the most money in the bank matches?
3: So write a woman name down, write a men's name down. Nice and simple. It's between
0: two, but I'll go for that
3: one. Cool. With the men, there is two that are joint. So
1: as long as you've got one of the two, it's fine. I'm going to put both just in case. <laughs> you, don't get a, you don't get a point if you've got both. Then. I know. <laughs> Number two, how many US states has money in the bank been held in? So it's 50 states, but how many states have held the money
0: in the bank show? Is that the pay-per-view not just the match for resume okay correct that's fine so which is hosted the most yeah i'll go for that so well how many states has it been in so how many states sorry yeah okay between one and 50. Well, obviously like alaska's not had one and yeah, yeah, Hawaii's not had one, and, and then some sort of them might have had multiple as well. So yeah,
3: yeah,
1: and I, yeah, I don't I'll think Nebraska's had one. Um, okay, cool. Uh, number three, before last week's Money in the Bank, how many ladders have been used in the event? I'll give you three options: two hundred eighty, three hundred eighty, or four hundred eighty. How many ladders have been used in the Money in the Bank pay-per-view
2: before
0: last week's event? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so you going back and watching every single Money in the Bank accounting. I'm sure it's a Wikipedia stat. No,
1: before the <laughs> Money in the Bank show, if you remember, there was like a uh, Money in the Bank by numbers. Oh, well, and they actually gave this stat on that. Um, OK, number four. Who has
3: taken the longest to cash in their Money in the Bank briefcase? Yeah. I'm not specifying if it's a man or a woman, but who yeah. has taken the longest? Yeah. cool number five seven hall of famers have competed in
1: a money in the bank ladder match can you name the seven you get a point for each a
2: cool.
1: couple of them are obvious but a couple of them you may have forgotten so uh, you get seven points in on this one
0: seven bloody
1: points seven bloody points eh? i can't believe
3: it there's seven people <laughs> um I
1: yeah should be pretty simple yeah so well, you're, you're, thinking, you're almost, thinking
0: it all just like slips out of your head and you're like what is going on here
1: and of course that was on it was shown on the num- by numbers thing as well and it showed a clip of it was oh I forgot about that person nice and easy for you for number six I give you three options as well so you can still think of the one from the previous so what percentage of male winners have cashed in successfully is it 75% Seventy-eight percent or eighty-two percent.
0: The thing is, I was already typing something, um, and then you said one of those numbers. That was the one I was typing. <laughs> I was that like, I, I, I had a number in my head, and that was one of the three options. So I'm happy with that. Win a like, chicken
1: dinner. Number seven, including this year's, how many Money in the Bank matches have there been in total?
0: Is that including WrestleMania?
1: Yeah. So WrestleMania wins, and then the it started in 2010, so see if you can try and work it out from that. So the first Money in the Bank was 2010, but obviously the, they brought in the female one um, not so long ago, so they didn't do a male and female always. So it depends if you can work it out and if you know your dates.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go for that.
3: Cool. Number eight, how many cities have hosted the Money in the Bank? How many cities? Yeah.
0: Again, is that the pay-per-view or the event? Uh, is that the pay-per-view or the match? So we include a WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Um. How many cities? <clears throat> I don't have to name them all, so yeah, let's go for that. that got right <laughs> a number. Hit and hope.
1: Number nine. Who won the women's Money in the Bank when it was in Titan Towers,
3: Connecticut?
0: We won the mend in time. That was a pull out. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was Otis. Yeah. He didn't really, he shouldn't have really won it. AJ
1: should have won it because he's the one who unhooked it. But then he fumbled it, dropped it, and Otis caught it. It would have been a lot better if AJ had actually had it. But oh well, we're not right in the show, are we? Number 10 for five points, five people have cashed in on the same night that they won Money in the Bank. Can you name the five people that cashed in on the same night they won
3: Money in the Bank? should be pretty simple same night the same Um. night so obviously we know that there was a cash in last year on the same night Mm. sort of help you on your way there's been a bit of a trend over the past few years yeah yeah
2: Okay, have you guys written five down?
0: i got four. Oh, how about you, Joe? I'll figure out someone else. It's very,
2: very uh, quiet. I'll, I'll think of some more. Um...
1: Will you? All right, yeah. I'll make sure I come to you first when we go to the tent, <laughs> um, Okay, we'll go through the answers. Number one, which male and female stars have been in the most money in the bank? Um, Somebody work this out. Joe, Jamie, Joe, Jamie, Joe, Jamie, Joe, Jamie, Joe, Jamie, Joe. <laughs>
2: uh natalia for the women and Kane for the men okay and jamie
0: uh i put shell and benjamin and natalia so you both get a point for natalia i also put jericho does that count if he's the other one no
1: (laughs) He's not. don't worry joe gets also gets a point for kane but if you also wrote down kofi kingston that was the other male competitors they've both been in seven and natalia's been in five
0: okay i knew natalie was a women's because she's just one of those that they just threw in i think shelton used to be one of the highest but probably because yeah. recent times he hasn't been there ain't no stopping him like if it was just okay. wrestlemania shelton's the winner
1: oh yeah 100 percent. number two how many u.s states have held money in the bank jamie six Joe. five no oh, it's 12
0: fair no. enough i got halfway okay. there
1: Okay, number three, before last week's Money in the Bank, how many ladders we used? Was it 280, 380, or 480? Joe? 380. Jamie? I went 480. It was 380. And somebody in WWE is at a count every single one, so that guy should get a pay rise. (laughs) Number four, who has taken the longest to cash in?
2: Joe? Seth Rollins. Yeah, I bought some for Seth.
1: Well, no. Well, if you think about it, Dolph Ziggler cashed in the night after WrestleMania, so it'd be longer. But he's also not the answer. It's Carmella. Carmella took the longest. Fair enough. Yeah. Number five. There's seven Hall of Famers
0: that are competed in the match. Can you name them, Jamie? Um, I've gone for Ric Flair. Yeah. RVD. Yeah. Kane. Yeah. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Edge. Yeah. Booker T. Yeah. And that's all I got. I couldn't think of anyone else. I'm good. I think I'm just gonna throw somebody out there. Um, I don't even know if the no, Trish Jass. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She was in this year, wasn't she? I
0: know. That's so I mean. That just came to me. That's like, <laughs> got to be a woman, right?
2: <laughs> Joe,
1: um, did you? How many do you get? Uh,
2: Kane, RVD, Booker T, Ric Flair, Raven, Steel, Edge, Trish. I'm saying.
1: And was you didn't have Booker?
3: Did you? A Booker T. You sure? Show me your she. Do we believe? Can you see that, Jamie? Do we believe him? It's on there. Oh, okay. You can have the point.
1: It was just very mumbled. I didn't believe you. Okay, (laughs) number six. What percentage of male, sorry, what percentage of male winners have cashed in successfully, Joe? Seventy-five. Jamie. I went
3: seventy-eight. Yeah, it is seventy-eight
0: okay so it froze as joe was saying 70 something <laughs> it froze that's why I was, I was just there for a moment um, yeah like, a, I was, a for a some reason then. yeah for some reason i was just thinking 78 percent in my head before you he even said numbers don't it know why it is
1: 78 so we get the point um so including this year's how many money in the bank matches have there been um let's go with i forgot what order we're going in let's go joe. 15. Jamie. Thirty four. No, there's been um thirty-two. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> and um how many cities have hosted money in the bank? Uh twenty-two. Jamie, Twenty two. Ten. Um, oh, well Jamie's closer is eighteen.
0: Oh, I've like four I was two away on the last one, four away <laughs> on this one.
1: <laughs> close, close. Uh number nine, who won? Money in the bank when it was in Titan Tower for the women's. Do you want to go Jamie? to me
0: first? Asuka And
1: Joe. Asuka. It is Asuka, yeah, spot on. And Joe, because you were, were still thinking, wasn't well, you first? What were the five people who've cashed in on the same night that they won the briefcase?
2: I've already got Alexa Bliss I couldn't think of anyone else. Couldn't think of anyone else? No. Who won do you not know who won last year? Who won money in the bank last year? I can't remember.
1: No? Okay, so that's one. Jamie
0: got four, and that I don't know the fifth one was. Um, Liv Morgan did it last year. Yeah. Alexa did it when she won it. Kane did it for the ECW title or something random like that.
1: World title against Rey Mysterio, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I had Bailey.
1: Bailey as well, yeah. You got four out of five. The one you were missing was the goat, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan, yeah. When did he do it? I can't remember, but when on the stats they showed Daniel Bryan cashed in on the same night. So Fair enough. There we go. So if you want to tally up your scores, let's
2: see who gets the points. For the um, Hall of Famers, is that a point each? Or is that a it point is a four?
1: point each, yes. Sorry.
2: But you both get seven each, so
0: I think you both got it all spot on. 14 12 jamie wins it was all those women cash-ins that is it good old alexa and live doing it for me <laughs> oh where bailey came from as well i was like i can not remember who she did it i was just kind of like it was just all women winning. so i just went yeah bailey you were like
1: hey we want some bailey
0: well, that's what I was going to talk about before. Obviously, Bailey. Hey, hey, Bailey. Ooh, I, I would have known. She loves it as well. She oh, of course me. she does. Yeah, she
1: is
0: over. Um, Forever in a no. So, if I just go to the, the scores, it is Joe on one, Tyron on four, Jamie on seven, Dan on seven. I'm catching up. Ooh. And there, we are tied. This is the closest anyone's been in years. No one's taking my title. And Taryn will be hosting next week, so he's gonna be stuck on four. Um, <laughs> unless he decides not to show up again and then maybe we'll get Joe to do a head to head for you and I to go on eight. Who knows? We'll see what oh. happens. Um but where can everybody find us, Dan? Yeah, so um on the
1: social media, on the Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, and also on Threads. We're Grapple Threads,
0: Cast. we are yeah. on, on Threads.
1: We're on Cloud Zucky Threads love a bit of threads it's instagram linked but it's a thing now but yeah grapple cash show but we're also wherever you get your podcasts we're on your you're on we're on your normal apples your deezers your spotify's grapple cash show but more importantly make sure you like rate and subscribe so you never
0: miss an episode that is great thank you and like i said i don't know what we'll be doing i mean we we've just finished money in the bank in the uk unless there's a a big announcement happen we don't have anything for a few weeks so uh we do have a special episode planned which we might be doing at some point over the next couple of weeks so we look forward to that one but i mean there's only one thing left to say joe would you like to sign us off
2: without further I do. I bid you farewell and goodbye.
0: Bye. Goodbye. Bring the